welcome to Christian Financial Perspectives, where you're invited to gain insight, wisdom, and knowledge about how Christians integrate their faith, life, and finances with a biblical worldview. Here's your Christian Financial Advisors host, Bob Barber, and his co-host, Sean Peters. Welcome to another episode of Christian Financial Perspectives. We're so glad you joined us. If you do like videos on all kinds of financial topics, but from a Christian perspective, we encourage you to smash that subscribe button and give this video a like. And today we're going to be covering a topic that last January we did touch on. And so this is kind of a, a revisit or 2.0 part mm-hmm. two on should you still wait to build or buy a home today? Now, I, I do want to give just a quick heads up. It is cedar season, and it's hurting me a little bad right now. Uh, for those not in Central Texas, it just means a bunch of bad trees trying to hurt people. So I will we'll do my best to edit things out if I do cough or anything. Hey, I'm going to help so. you, Sean. I'm going to be right there <laughs> with you. So like I said, last year, it was this very week that we did a program on should you wait to buy or build a home today. And that the year ago, we warned you not to do that. And so today's program is going to be called, Should You Still Wait to Build or Buy Our Home? And I think it's good to go back uh, and look at some of the things we covered mm-hmm. last year, Sean, and, and the many reasons that last year you, you should wait. And some of those reasons were we were coming off of an eight to ten dr- trillion, eight to ten trillion. It's hard for me. Trillion, to, drillion, quadrillion. I mean, whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's all about the same. It's a lot. <laughs> eight to ten trillion dollars of financial stimulus from the government that put the economy in hyper mode. And mm-hmm. that was in, you know, 20 and 21. And just to think about that in context, that was $24,000 on average for every man, woman, and child in the United States. Wow. You know, that's throwing a lot wow. of money into the economy. And it, it, it artificially stimulated the economy and real estate beyond anything that I've ever seen in my life. Wow. And and then you added on top of that artificially low interest rates for mortgages. And that was coming to an end. Yep. You know, it 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 was for the first two or three months of last year, but now that's that's ended completely. Mm-hmm. Um and the Fed also we warned last year and they they've done it now because they were tapering off the buying of hundred and thirty to hundred and fifty billion dollars of mortgage bonds per month that they were Per month that they were yeah buying and that created massive liquidity in the mortgage market so it really mm-hmm. made the mortgage markets very loose yeah. a lot of it was easy to to find money and they were pulling back on doing that yeah so it's so again this this massive stimulus again created artificially high real estate prices and and not last but least you know we talk about the emotions buying chart uh, last year um, it was showing across the board you know, sell 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 you know yeah. not buy it was the, not the a indicator to, was sell yeah not a buy and and we'll take a look at that uh, emotions chart i can we can put that up on the screen for you and you can see that because we're kind of kind of getting at a at a point now to where um in the next six months to maybe a year maybe time to buy but not yet not yeah. yet you should still wait okay so to answer to answer the question of should you still wait to buy a home in 2023? Yes, in almost all cases, except a few. And obviously, keep, we keep that in mind. Even where we live here in the Braunfels, there are definitely some pockets, these these areas where 
the home isn't on the market for even 30 days. I mean, it's it's gone quick. And But that's an anomaly. But that's an anomaly. So, yeah. so keep that in mind. Just because you know of a small area or you know of a home that, you know, they sell really quick, what we're talking about here is the market as a whole. Yeah. So not 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 those unique situations. And and Sean, the purchasing power that that buyers had, here's the reason number one. We're gonna go through four or five reasons. Number okay. one that you should wait. The purchasing power that buyers had in 2020, 2021, and and uh, half of last year in mm-hmm. 2022 is gone. Yeah. I mean, that, that purchasing power and the national, I, I say that because the National Association of Realtors estimates that 87% of all home buyers uh, use a mortgage loan to buy a home. So That's you've right. taken out 87% of the market, the purchasing power has been cut dramatically. Mm-hmm. Here's an example of that. A year ago, someone that wanted to go buy a $750,000 house could buy that with a $3,000 a month mortgage payment. That's pretty high, but still, if you wanted to buy that. At today's rates now, that $3,000 mortgage payment will only finance $450,000. Wow. Okay. That's a $300,000 drop. A $300,000 drop in purchasing power in just one year. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, that's kind of the higher end of the market. But let's get to the, 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 the area that most people were in was a year ago, a $2,000 mortgage payment could finance a $450,000 home. Today, that's a $300,000 home. Wow. Okay? So wow. the purchasing power has, has gone down by $150,000 for the average person. That's a which, lot Which makes sense because most people when they're looking at buying a home, they're looking at, okay, how much can I afford per month? Right. Well, for most people, how much they can afford per per month didn't really change, which means the price that they can afford, the ultimate price has to go down. That's crazy to think that from 450 to 300,000. So prices of homes have to drop dramatically, Sean, to compensate for the rise in interest rates over the last year. And remember what we said last year when we made this program? It's just math. It's just math. You know, it, it, and I think it will happen. It's happening a little slower now because so many people bought homes in the last couple of years at a low interest rates and that the turnover rate is going to be slower. Right. Because they don't they realize if they sell their home, they can't get that three percent interest rate anymore. Yeah. Um, but still, we are going to see a, a, a major drop in that, especially for the mm-hmm. home builders that just produce and produce and produce. And if you're thinking that rates are going lower or returning back to where they were, you really need to think again. Look at this chart that we're putting up on the screen. Mm. Okay. No, no, Bob, for, for especially for those who are listening okay. as well, what exactly is this chart showing us? This chart is showing us the Fed funds rate for the last, actually, that's 50 years, yeah. for the last 50 years. And, and you can see the means is the, that's the, the dotted line that you see in the middle there. That's, that's, mm-hmm. the, that's the trend. That's the means. That's yeah. where the, the average the, the average. Is. Right. Yeah. And you can see right now, all we're doing is returning to the means. As we, we, make the, we make our program, just so you know, we usually make them about a week in advance. And so as this comes out, we're right there at a quarter percent in, increase that the Fed's about to do. Yeah. That means they've returned to the means. You can see the rates were kind of artificially low since 2000. 2010, 2011. Yeah. So we're going to point out a trend line here in just a minute that, that shows how 
we've come off both the trend line from 2010, 12, 13, right in there, and there's the long-term trend, right. trend line, and that's the Case-Shiller price index that goes way, way back. So okay. the second reason to wait is prices have got to get back to those trend lines. So if you'll we're going to look at that now, and and I'm going to explain this to you. This is the, the Case-Shiller price index nationally of home prices mm-hmm. going all the way back, you can see here, to about 1985. 80-something? Like yeah, 85. Yeah, right, during that time. And you can see the black line on here if you look at this chart. And those of you that are listening to the podcast, I would encourage you to really go to YouTube yeah. and and pull this video up because you need to see this, this chart and yeah. that other chart on the interest rate. We, we can describe it though the the long-term trend line like bob said yeah. going back from about 1985 right now we should be at around a, a 200 percent increase from from 1985. that's correct whereas the more short-term trend line which this was starting uh what would you say that bob that's about 2012 maybe yeah about 2012 yeah. and you can see that crossed right here on the line at about 2015 yeah. but the short-term trend. so from around 2012 so this was after the 2008 bubble and things had you know dropped quite a bit and, mm-hmm. and they were starting to recover and so from there all the way until around 2020 we'd been on a pretty consistent more short-term trend line and according to that one we would be at about 275 percent again That's compared correct. with 1985 and this is up 366 exactly so it's a it's huge and you'll see i pointed out the 2008 bubble how it got back down to the trend line. Then there's a long-term trend line. Then you see the yeah. stimulus line. That's right. that's all the all that stimulus. And that's where we are right about. now. Oh yeah. yeah. So we have, a, and you'll see my little red uh, arrows I have in there with a circle. That's where I feel that the uh, the prices are going to end up being right. in between the short-term and the long-term trend line. Kind of a best case, worst case scenario where you know best case scenario may, maybe we only really come back. Uh, to around the where we should be according to the short-term trend line. And then your worst-case scenario, if you're looking at selling your home, I guess, but your worst-case scenario would be coming all the way back to our long-term trend Oh, line. yeah. That, we're way, way yeah. away from that. And, and that, or that would also be considered the means. And, Sean, everything in, on my 38 years of experience always returns back to the means, mm-hmm. the trend line, yep. like the interest rates are doing right now. So this chart is a very, very uh, compelling chart. Okay. Okay. All right. So the third reason, obvious, home prices right? are unaffordable. They they just yeah. I mean they haven't dropped yet, yeah. and you know we've had to rise in interest rates, and quite frankly the home prices are just now unaffordable to yeah. people. Well, Even I mean if it, interest rates would have stayed low, they were getting out. They were getting out of hand, but uh-huh. but when you've got a lot of these homes that the prices haven't dropped yet. They haven't come back to reality. Yeah. And interest rates are so high. It's like, well, yeah, like that person, you know, we were talking about the $2,000 a month mortgage payment. Well, who's going to be able to buy a $450,000 home on a $2,000 a month mortgage payment? They can't. Yeah, they can't. But but most of the houses haven't even come back close to the 300000 in that kind of a scenario. And, so, and Sean, this is just mathematics again. You know, if, if yeah. anybody says, well, you, y'all are crazy, y'all are crazy. By the way, last year, <laughs> there, there were the exception to the rule, but the rule was most of the realtors said, this is not going to happen. Uh-huh. Well, look, y'all, this is mathematics, all right? You, you can deny mathematics only so long. One plus one equals two, and two and two is four, and so forth. You can't deny it. 
you can say that one plus one doesn't equal two, but it does. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's uh, what was the thing I think you've heard I've heard you say before, where it's liars figure, but figures don't lie. Yeah. I that's mean, right. It's math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the the exception to the rule, though, there is an exception to the rule about possibly buying that house now, and though that would be if the home is in a unique situation, a unique property with limited availability. And some examples of that mm -hmm. would be, you know, waterfront homes. Like here in New Braunfels, there, there's not any yeah. left. And so when one comes on the market, that's an anomaly. I mean, that, that, is, that doesn't happen very often. It, when they do, it's going to It sell. doesn't mean that those that the prices won't drop some, though, because of interest rates. Right. But those kinds of places, if it's waterfront, you know, home on a river, lake, oceanfront, where there just, there aren't any more spaces to build right on that water well then yeah th those are going to hold their value better but even those homes will see a decline because it's just math yeah yeah that's right that's correct you know, uh an, an older home like we we have um, in where you live you yeah. you know you're in an area where they're older homes but they have the larger lots and those are very yeah. Sought after. And they got the big trees. Plus, yeah. we're even more so now in the in the middle of town, uh, or or a lot, you know, a home with some with some acreage, <clears throat> homes um directly on a golf course. I, yeah. I mean, I've been looking. We, we go to Rockport where we have a little condo on a golf course. We've been looking for a home on a golf course forever, and when they come up, they just go fast. But there are some that are way overpriced that are not going. But yeah. but I know the price range down there, and then there, there's a certain price range they go. Home with a unique view, we have some of those here in our own town, maybe, you know, in, a, in, in well, somewhere like, for, like Colorado Springs. I would think for, for a good example on that is a home where the area that they have a nice view of is maybe they're overlooking some sort of park or something where there's not going to be someone building on it later. Right. I know right over where we live, down the hill a little further, there's a, a nice area that for a long time has had a great view. And all of a sudden, new subdivisions going in, and mm -hmm. now they have a view of other people's homes. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so, or um, a really unique custom-built right, home, right. or maybe a home that's just in a really good location, you know, with limited building space, you know, because maybe from, from zoning issues or things like that. But, you know, Sean, we just described in, the, in those five or six examples, that's not the norm. No, it's not. Okay. No. That's not 80 to 85, the old 80-20 rule. That's not 80% right. of the homes. So if you're looking to buy or build a normal type track home where every sixth or seventh home on the block is is the same, except, you know, they, they do reverse image or they, they do the paint color a little bit different with a slight variation. Right or on a lot that can be easily reproduced a, a few blocks away, then we're saying to wait, 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 right. wait, because those builders are starting to really drop the prices and, and they have a lot more to go. And, and just to be clear too, we're not saying there's anything wrong with those homes. Not either. at all. I mean, not for, at a all. Lot, for most people, that's what people that, buy. That's what they can but, afford. But again, if those are the kinds of neighborhoods you're looking at buying in, wait, because those are, not only are those gonna be the most affected, but part of the reason why they're going to be the most affected is because those are the types of builders that will get more desperate because they've got to move their product. They've yeah. got to move that, get that, get that off their inventory. So that 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 uh, brings us down to really we're we're getting to the conclusion of the program is we've given many good reasons I believe why you should wait and the timing is is so important. You really want to be wise and cautious right now and not get in a hurry unless it fits possibly that unique situation yeah. that is a far and few between those main points again prices have to drop it's just math and 80 percent of home buyers borrow to buy 
There's no more Fed-free candy, I call it. There's no more yeah. stimulus checks coming to everyone. And everything has to return back to the means. And interest rates, as we showed, are not returning to the long-term average historical uh, levels. So, No, they, they, they are. That's really what, what we're seeing happening, is that the Fed well, is, oh, if anything, yeah. they're, they're kind of just getting I, to I need the to, average. Why did I say that? Yeah, yeah. I, meant, I meant they're not going back to so, the level that they were. So the point with that is don't expect anytime soon to all of a sudden get back to where the Fed, Fed rate is 0 to 1%. That's yeah. not going to happen anytime soon. So we hope we've given you a lot of good information today on should you still wait to build, build or buy a home. And we're recommending continue to wait. If you want to give us a call, you can give us to talk about this. You can call us at 830-609-6986 or even text us at that number or go to christianfinancialadvisors.com. Anything you want to share before we get off today? No, I I think we covered it. Just uh, if, if you're the one in five people watching or listening to this that's buying some sort of unique home, then I, I guess this doesn't apply as much. But for the other four out of five people, yeah. wait to buy the home or wait to build that home right now. That's right. So thank you. Thanks for joining us and God bless. We invite you to listen to all of our past episodes covering many financial topics from a Christian perspective. To make sure you don't miss any of Bob's upcoming episodes, you can subscribe to Christian Financial Perspectives on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Amazon Music. To learn more about integrating your faith with your finances, visit ChristianFinancialAdvisors.com or call 830-609-6986. Investment advisory services offered through Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA Christian Financial Advisors, also known as Christian Financial Advisors Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host, Bob Barber, and his guests. Bob does not provide tax advice and encourages you to seek guidance from a tax professional. While Christian Investment Advisors believes the information to be accurate and reliable, we do not claim or have responsibility for its completeness, accuracy, or reliability.